online source of Granite State Broadcasting. Brian, I swear to God, I swear to God, play Tessie one more time. I haven't played them in a while. It's been I, a while. Hey, listen, because, it's because there hasn't been any baseball. Exactly. Once the season starts, you it's better back. not be playing Tessie. Oh, I'll play it every single oh, show. You better just not. I you. Did yeah. anybody see Sweet Caroline being sang at the Grammys? Uh, oh, Neil, I Neil Diamond. I turned it off because I was like, no. Disgusting. Yeah, it's great. Right, third and final hour here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire, ESPN NH Radio.com. Take a wild guess what we're going to be talking about now based uh, on that. I don't, uh, know. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, five questions with Dave coming Soccer? up in 20 minutes. But in the meantime, <laughs> yes, spring training is now underway. All the players are down there. Um, the first game against Northeastern and BC is uh, Friday. I thought it was Thursday. That's really exciting. Is it Friday? I thought it was Friday. Dave, are you excited? Either uh, Thursday or I, Friday. I think they. Uh, well, the BC game, yeah, I think is Friday. Oh, my but bad. But their first spring training game is next week on Saturday. Saturday against the Mets. Oh, yes. whoa. Yay. So it's coming up. It's a <laughs> well, spring. So spring excited. Spring I'm excited. Training's coming up. Yeah. It's I'm pumped. It's I'm around pump, the corner. I'm pumped up against these games against uh, BC and Northeastern. Oh, That's yeah. Those so are excited. Be, uh, Northeastern one, I believe, is televised. Yeah. On yeah. SN. Yeah. So, so they are playing the Huskies. The Northeastern Huskies is on no, Thursday. No, it's not. No? It's not? No. It typically is. Maybe it's going to be on MLB.tv. Oh, well, maybe they decided not to do it because no one's no one going to watch it. No one cares. <laughs> it is Thursday, by the way. So Northeastern's on Thursday. Friday, they're playing the Mets at 105. No, no here's the thing. Saturday, they're playing the Mets. Well, I'm looking at RedSox.com. I'm looking at the schedule on RedSox.com. I'm Red pretty sure it's Saturday. Looking at the schedule right now. He's right. Mets Friday. Oh. Mets do they play, Friday. Do they play Twins Saturday. Saturday. Twins on Saturday. Rays oh, okay. on Sunday. Now, yeah. do they do they still have the uh, Mayor's Cup with the Twins, or did yes. they renamed it though? Right? They renamed no. it, but it's still the Mayor's Cup. What did they rename it to? I don't remember. No one cares. That's the, why. The, See, mini- here's the, thing. the Minichusets <laughs> Cup. Here's the, here's the thing. The Massasota and, Cup. And, and I've told you guys before. Like the first spring training game, the first Grapefruit League game, I'll get excited for the first out of the first inning, and then after that, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for opening day. I watch <laughs> all the games that I can. I don't watch any of them. Well, and and then that, goes, that goes beyond. And that goes beyond Boston. That goes beyond the Red Sox. You will watch like Rockies. Padres. Uh, I'll, I'll watch Atlanta, League. Philadelphia. You are a sick person. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. I, I will not. But in any case, I am excited for actual baseball, which is still about a month yeah, and a half away. I mean, it's a good time to at least take a breath and preview the team. A sure. Bit. We and, haven't and talked Red Sox in months. Real, yeah, it's, it's a good time to do it, just like you said. And I, I tried to last week, that but I everyone wanna... bit my head off. <laughs> well, no, you tried to talk about the World Baseball Classic last week. Minor and league no one players. Gives a crap about that. That's all, those aren't minor league players. Those are actual players. No, I'm saying you well, have we, a we also <laughs> had a show last week that was coming off a Patriots Super Bowl win. We right. couldn't possibly... Going to the World Baseball Classic last week. And, and, I, and I hate the World Baseball Classic, not because I, I love baseball. You just hate I, it because you think it destroyed Daisuke's career. No, no, no. It goes beyond Daisuke. Look, Daisuke won the MVP in 2009 in the World Baseball Classic, and it screwed him up for the rest of the year with the Red Sox. I firmly believe that. But that's not the only reason. I don't think it screwed him up. In 2009, he screwed up. In 2009 Dustin Pedroia and Kevin Euclid both went to play for Team USA. You remember what happened, Brian? They both got hurt. They yeah. both got hurt, and I hate that. I hate that, and luckily it they weren't. might not be because of the World Baseball Classic. I'm just saying that. People it, get hurt I, all the time in I baseball. I hate that you can send your players to play in a meaningless competition for a week and a half, two weeks, Are you upset that Sander Bogarts is participating in it? Are you, you upset get, that you, Hanley Ramirez is participating? All of you, in all of you if Hanley or Xander get hurt and playing the, in the WBC. A, Hanley's they, a walking. Listen, listen. Uh, if he's get, injury prone. Exactly. If they get hurt in the WBC, all three of you will be pissed, right? Oh, yeah. 
Totally. Well, I, I think it's stupid. I won't be mad yeah. about Hanley getting hurt because I expect him to get hurt this year. That is well, exactly like, why I don't want him playing in the WBC. It doesn't matter if he plays or not. There. But Dave, it's he's like, going to get um, hurt. When Brad Marchand competed in the was it the World Cup yeah, or something? Yeah, the World something? Cup of Hockey. Yeah. So did Bergeron. I mean, they but it happens. It, players do it, right? Players do it's it in fine. the but, but ever since 2009, when Pedroia and Euclid were sent home early for getting hurt, that's when I said, you know what? This cannot happen. Well, you this know what? Can't happen. Baseball players shouldn't be getting hurt, right. ever, because it's not a physical sport, and if you're getting hurt in baseball, you're, you're not just out of shape. You're not stretching enough. Sorry. So I, if you get Tommy John surgery, you're out of shape? You're a pitcher. That's different. There's tor- there's <laughs> torque involved in, in, in throwing well, 100 Well, you shouldn't generalize in all game. baseball injuries, then. Uh, I, 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 I would exclude Pedroia from it, but... When you're talking about the position players, is it's not that difficult to keep yourself healthy. No, what about Pedroia? Pedroia is one of the more athletic second basemen. What about Giancarlo Stanton? And, and he's usually Brian, healthy. How, uh, how, Pedroia, how did Pedroia's, he? Um, Pedroia gets hurt quite yeah. a bit. And Giancarlo Stanton, he gets hurt a lot. But you can't Brian, blame him bunch of for being out of shape. <laughs> how, how Giancarlo did, Stanton is not out of shape. He took a pitch to the face, though. <laughs> and I'm not talking about that That's injury. Different. I'm talking about his <laughs> next injury. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's so injury prone. He took a pitch to the face. <laughs> but, but look at Kendrick Mor- Morales. He's running at home and he tears his ACL. <laughs> no, like, he broke his leg on a walk. Off celebration, life. yeah, yeah, After because he stomped on the home plate. Yeah, yeah, that that's kind of an embarrassing injury. Though. It happens. Yeah, so there's not as one. much of a physical demand in baseball. No. There, be in the there best are shape so you few injuries that are, in, okay? ca- that are caused by being out of shape. Most of them are just freak this is, this, baseball. This injuries. is actually a perfect segue in what I really want to talk about. Pablo Sandoval, as we're you know, as long as we're talking about people being in shape. Look, the dude's lost weight. I, I can't. He's deny boxing. That. He's de- he's lost weight. He's looking good. Yeah. And and look, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm rooting for him. I don't enjoy ragging on Pablo Sandoval. I don't enjoy fat-shaming this guy. I want him to come through, but ultimately losing the weight is only half the battle. He's got to show me that he can still play baseball at a high level. The yeah, one th- he better. He's getting paid so much money to play baseball here. The one thing that hurt him is the way he phrases it. He's, he's not well-versed in the English language. So His English is decent, though. It's decent, but what? he well, last year when he talked about, like, I have uh, being, to prove. Com- being committed to the team, like, mm-hmm. and he he phrased it uh, worse than he wanted to. He said, "I have nothing to prove." That's right. what pissed us off. Yes, and he, I don't think he meant that, and and that's what what I think hurt him. How else can you interpret that? Be- uh, okay, he, uh, j- if he's not well versed in English, he doesn't know how to phrase it better. That's uh, that's I the don't thing. Know. Didn't he also, in the same breath, mention he won three World Series? No. Yeah. I thought the he inti- did. Yeah, the the message and the Travis intent. Shore. The message and the intent. No, that's what was we there. interpreted it as, but I don't think that's what he meant. And yeah, okay, maybe then not, well, according maybe to not. you, what did he mean? I have no idea. Well, this offseason, uh, in the interview this week, he came out and said, you know, he's got everything to prove. Right. The only reason why, and he, I think he he's learned to talk to the media. Also, I think that's he why he avoided his, them for a week after he got down there. He also said that his workout. his year off last year was due to injuries. Yeah. So it was. But now the reason it really wasn't. But now, Brian, now the reason why he's stepping up is because their base is open for him. Like Travis right. Shore is gone. So so he needs to step up. Watch, watch out for him to lose his job to Devers, though. Yeah, exactly. Devers is on his way up. He's the number one prospect the in the system. The thing is, you've still got, what, three years of Pablo? This yeah. is year three. Two. So, you got no, this is, yeah, this you is got year three. You got two more after this. You've got to start so, playing I mean, him. No, but the thing is, like, you have to play him because yeah. I, no team's going to take Not him. if he's going to be a detriment to your team. Right. Well, the only way you can get rid of him is if you trade him and you eat the majority of his contract. Yeah. He'll eat it himself. Yeah, he'll go Not anymore. But but look, look <laughs> you you made a bad deal. Yeah. 
You already lost oh, I hated, him. You I already lost him for a full season. Well, so. yeah, but you won a won a World Series. So so don't just be ridiculous and Wait, try. What? No, you didn't. You didn't. No, win a World you won. Series you got him after 2013. Yeah, was, oh, you did. Absolutely, Pablo you did. He was yeah. on the team. Uh, in, 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 it was I don't know where I was. Middlebrooks, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah, Willie Brooks, your boy. Anyway, I don't know where he went. Yeah, you forget, you forget Look, about him quick, huh? If you're, if you're the Red Sox, you cannot. Uh, make it so that just because you gave this guy a terrible contract, you don't want to put him at third base if he's going to be a detriment to your team. Well, you don't know if just he because is you paid him all this right money, now. so you don't want to look bad because you don't know how 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 he looks right now. Yeah, but, he hasn't but been I feel like a guy game. who even if he didn't miss all of last year, he would have sucked. Would have been on the downward spiral at the right. end of his career. It's not like he's in his prime or anything. He's going. He's like thirty he's on the downward slope. No, he's not. Yes, he is. For a guy <laughs> his weight at his he, age, do you not he see is his on weight? a downward slope he's, he's, he's looking good right now but guys he, he dude, has... uh, you know what i'm talking about here there, there's a difference between a guy who's in shape at 30 and a guy who's got the body type of pablo sandoval at 30 i'm not trying to fat shame him well I'm yes saying but that pablo the, the has gone in shape quicker for a guy like that he's still not in tip-top pro athlete shape no but he's not I, I, Most baseball I, players I, I do like where he's at right <laughs> now with his mindset though because this guy has played good baseball throughout his career. Okay, he played for the San Francisco Giants. Right, he won. Well, I mean, he's a playoff guy, though. He's right, he's MVP. MVP. He was. Uh, was he also an NLCS MVP? Yeah, he, he comes up big. So I, I think he's known for that moment. I think there's a drive in him. Like you yeah. know, a lot of people you just are have saying, to get there. Well. Yeah, he has to hit lefties. The, no, yeah. Yeah. end of story. But if he's not going to hit lefties, he's worthless. Right. But but he he's coming off injuries. But I I like his mindset because he's trying to get in shape. And the reason why I like it is you know I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see him boxing. Boxing's a great tactic because it, it's all about your mind too. Like right. you got to focus on that goal. Footwork you know, too. Footwork exactly. So I, I like where he's at because he sees an opportunity at third base. But not only that, I think he is ashamed of himself of last year to come in with that type of body weight. Okay, there's a reason why he worked out as much as he did after getting injured. The reason why he got injured is because of his weight. And that's the reason why he lost weight. Jared Solinger did the same exact thing. Jared Solinger had back injuries for, for a good while. And the reason why is because of his weight. And so he lost weight, and he, he was healthy for a little while. And then something happened to his back again. But it, was, it wasn't because of, because of his weight. So when you it's look just at body type with some people. Exactly. But uh, Sometimes you just got the type of body where you're not going to be able to avoid certain injuries. And Pablo's got one of them. I'm sorry. Again, it's no diss to the guy, but he missed an entire season. What's to say he can even pick it right back up where he left off before all of this went down last year? I, I think broke, he will. The guy broke his belt in Toronto, swinging at a pitch. That's how fat and out of shape he was. I mean, you can't sugar, you can't sugarcoat that. Uh, right? I'm you telling you, he you was can't. he is probably embarrassed. There's yeah. a reason why he has this motivation to and thrive to just say, hey, you know what? All these doubters, you you, you guys think that I'm this way? No, I come from a great baseball background. I was a great player in the National League, yep. and I translated wrong in the AL. Now I'm trying to do you guys right by coming in, being in shape, and having the opportunity to play third base for the Boston Red Sox. Well, let's hope he does, but I mean, I think we can all agree that Pablo is not going to be the difference maker on this team. Hell no. He's an X-Factor. He an could X -factor be an X-Factor. He could be, but honestly, but let's, let's temper our expectations. Here. Let's temper our expectations, and let's move on to some of the more vital... Hanley Ramirez, I think, is the key. <laughs> 
because we we just did 12 minutes on Pablo and now Fatty. Good. <laughs> Hanley, I think, is the key because uh, there's no one to really reel him in. And last year he was all reserved, quiet, and put up numbers. You think it was because of Ortiz? I, I think it might have been. So but what was his excuse two years ago? Uh, it was his first year in Boston. And he was but in Ortiz, Ortiz was still yes. there. And he I was mean, in I the outfield. Left, I think left so, field so really. So what you're telling me is really that it's touch and go with this guy. Yes, it's that, always that, been that his whole career. That all he needs career. is a that's, little sort of, yes. and all of a sudden he's going to yes, blow up. But yeah. uh, Yes, so that's why I'm interesting to see how he reacts this year without Ortiz on the team and him just having a DH role. He's sort of one of the veterans in the locker room mm. i don't think he's gonna have much of a voice i think it's i gonna, hope not i think it's gonna be mainly pedroia it's pedroia pedroia like I've right said for but the last three i'm years, just saying is... if hanley starts having a voice you, you gotta watch well, out then pedroia will have to yeah. ring him in because pedroia even though it's unofficial even right. though it's de facto he is the captain, captain. when du- when jason veritick retired in 2011 i think there was no doubt across everyone's minds right Dustin pedroia is now the captain this is his team even though david ortiz has been here longer right you can't have a DH be the captain of the team. And even though, right. again, he doesn't have the C on his chest, Pedroia is the captain of the Reds. But, guys, yeah. I am kind of optimistic because I feel like Hanley's still going to keep close ties with Ortiz. Even well, though yeah, Ortiz. he yeah, is. But it's, it's different to do that right. when he's not on the team, though. Right. Yeah, but you know what? I, I still think that he has to have, like, somebody to, you know, talk to right. and, and, you know, speak the same language. It's really hard for Hanley because sometimes the translation is not there. Right. And he doesn't understand. Well, pa- uh, Hanley's been here since he, what, he signed with the Red Sox as an international. National free agent at 16, right? Yeah, 16. he's I mean, been here a long time. Well, His English look, is not a problem. No, 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 I'm not saying. I'm not saying from an English standpoint. Of course, that may be a, like a slight adjustment. No, I'm it's just him saying trying to be a leader. Exactly. So, I, <laughs> right. I, I think if he takes over the DH role, I, I think that would be huge for him because then he sees him trying to take over right. for David. He's supposed to right. be but, taking 70 percent of that role, but so. his expectations shouldn't be. I want to be just like David Ortiz because that's not going to happen. No. He needs to set his own expectations. It's not a bad goal to shoot for, though. But he, he needs to take in some consideration in regards to what Ortiz is going to be throwing at him throughout the entire season saying, go out, just do your job, don't be talking, don't be doing any of this. Right. Don't be doing any nonsense besides yeah, yeah. playing baseball. Take and, your job and seriously. And as long as he does that, the Red Sox will be fine offensively. And look, I don't want to knock him for saying the stuff that he said this week. He's actually saying all the right things. Right. He is. He's saying, I want to win and I want to be a leader on this team. Right. I'm a little worried that if people start to follow him right. and he starts to become old Hanley again, but... I think he knows his role. You can't really knock him for saying the right things. We just hope that he follows through on right. the Right, as field. long as he's not doing his own thing, sure. the Red Sox and offense will be fine. And also, I'm not too worried about the younger players on this team because I don't think they are so impressionable. I think they are all mature in their own ways. Like Mookie Betts, even though he's young, is very mature for his age. Xander Bogarts, Jackie Bradley Jr. It would have been different if you brought in kids that were more like Ben Benintendi's It's going to be interesting. Interesting to see how Xander Bogarts reacts to how he performed the second half of the season. And sure, in it'll be interesting but to see if John Farrell tries to actually manage the guy's playing time so that he's not burned out by right. May. Well, yeah. they need a guy who can actually fill in at shortstop. Devers. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. <laughs> I would think it would be a bigger problem if they didn't have you know guys like, I feel like, Pedroia. I think Chris Sale will take a step. You know, I, I think all these guys produce. So if Hanley came onto a team where guys didn't produce and it was just him, right? Yes, I would say that Hanley would try to take over a leadership role and say I'm the guy. Right. But he doesn't but since have to. He's sur- with Pedroia. Exactly. I'm saying since he's surrounded by all this talent right. and leadership in Pedroia and maybe like I said, Chris Sale, David Price should not be. 
Okay, yeah. Darren Price is the same category yeah. as Hanley Ramirez. Well, Luckily, yeah. that's why Chris Hill. Just shut yeah. up, please, Look. and and go win just games. Pitch. Yeah, yeah. So, and like I said last week, someone just needs to take his Twitter from him. Stop tweeting. Uh, in the off season, it's okay, but just don't make don't make fun of yourself. It, it looks embarrassing when he says, he "Oh, I'm in Hawaii. I can't lose a game here." <laughs> it's like, come on, really? It just shows you his know, attitude and his mentality. Game while I'm in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you can't. <laughs> It's immaturity. The guy's yeah. of life. I'm going to need mentality. Tom Brady's stolen jersey. I stole it off the truck, and now I'm going to rub it all over my body. When Maybe that will help me. No, it won't. When you're making you, you need to improve your mental when you're state. $31 million a year, you can't be joking about the fact that you don't have a playoff win as a starter. No, no one cares about your two wins as a reliever. <laughs> no one no cares. One cares no about one that. Cares. How many do you have as a starter? None. Zero. <laughs> I told Astro to go on the Tom Brady diet. I'm going to take all of my advice from Tom Brady now I didn't even wash the jersey yet And I've been wearing it every day this summer I'm going to be the luckiest pitcher on the planet this year Uh, What's different about the Red Sox this year Is that instead of trying to Offensively improve everything They went out, got the pitcher And now they took that to replace Ortiz's offense Because now they don't have to score as much And I feel like the weight is lifted off the they offense. They still have offense. Yeah. Well, and it should well, be lifted I know, off but they have a solid a one through five. Like, who who wouldn't take Eduardo Rodriguez as a, uh, I would say he's uh, number four. three, yeah, but three. he's number four yeah. here. Right. And Stephen Wright is well, more Stephen than... Wright, res- Stephen Wright's not even ready. W- he's not back. ready, but, I Drew, mean... Drew Pomeran, a, Stephen Wright. A Pomeran's yeah, out no, one in the rotation. Number five is... I mean, number five is probably better than most of the other fives in the league. And I know I know where... I know I we're know up against it. I know there's we're a, up against there's it. There's a deep decline right after Eduardo Rodriguez. Well, yeah, right. but one through three, it's like damn. Sure, yeah, because you've got last you've got <laughs> yeah, last yeah, year's you got yeah, you've got last year's Cy three. Young winner. You've right. got David Price and Chris Sale. Uh, I know use the off days, skip over that fifth starter. You know, I you know don't have to worry. About I know it. we're up against the break, but real quick, I want to ask Brian: Do you have any concern about Drew Pomerantz wanting to be in the rotation? Because four lefties in the rotation is a lot. I, yeah. I don't think that's the problem. I think Price Sale, I think it's more of the Pomerantz innings limit, and I think. Productivity. I think, yeah, I think it's more productive out of the bullpen as we saw in the playoffs. Pitching should be okay on this team as long as Porcello does something even close to what he did last year. Well, he's your opening day starter. As long as David Price isn't out there, uh, uh, like a, the mental case that he is. Yeah. You know, Ooh, I threw the pitch I want. He hit a home run. I guess I suck. Hashtag I suck. <laughs> and no, then, hashtag. And as long oh, well. As, as long as Chris Sale isn't a maniac like he's known to be, then then the one, two, three the, should be fine. The only thing with Chris Sale was him cutting up those only uniforms. Only thing. Out. That was a pretty big thing. He, Who he does was that? sick of being in Chicago. Who I don't care. Had, I like the fire. He, he had the best press conference of the entire week. He, he just, did. He yeah. just wants to win. Yes, and I he think does. he's, he's going to relish the opportunity to have Play winner. in yeah. the playoffs He's on ready. a team where baseball matters. Cy Young but winner. I got I got to tell you real quick. I just don't like that attitude of like it's such a baby mentality. Oh, I can't pitch. I don't like this. Uncomfortable. I won't be able well, to. Well, it, it wasn't. Uh, this is uncomfortable. I won't be able to pitch. I'm out of here. I don't like how this feels. Right. I'm here to pitch. Yep. And you are and you are making it so that I can't do that comfortably. Yeah, yep. Screw these, you these guys. Yep. So pampered. Well, I, I'm just saying it's that's not the attitude. It's not like he needs to be pampered. Yeah. He just wants to go out there and pitch. And how whatever Pitch the setting needs to be to do that, right. he wants to do that. So it's not like he's being a baby. He just became a maniac about yeah. it. It's not like he's being a wimp. He's 
got anger issues probably. So you, <laughs> now, now it's so the impression gotta, we have of him. Good so job, you Chris gotta, Sale. So you got to watch out with the with the anger of Chris Sale. But I think that he's got the fire, and I think he's in the right market yeah. now. Yeah, he, he I has think he like, knows agreed. the people here want to win just as much as he wants to win. He yeah, just he, better he, come out to a good warm-up song. That's he, all I know. He has like the Jonathan Papelbon like, <laughs> fire to him. Except what, he's what not John, choking teammates. No, but when Papelbon was here like in Boston, yeah, he really right. lived in the moment. That's how Chris Sale is going to be. He's all about that fire. It's a good comparison. All right, quick break here on the Sports Blast. We will be back with five questions with Dave Pollard. Don't go anywhere. At 6 a.m., you don't beep your horn. doesn't matter. My buddy knows the drill anyway because we do this every chance we get. Like a kid at Christmas, he's going to be at the window, skis at the door, hot cup of coffee in hand that he'll drain just in time for first tracks at Bloom. Enjoy outstanding conditions. Loon Mountain, New England's most accessible mountain destination, is wide open across three peaks. Buy tickets ahead and save at loonmtn.com. It's 6 a.m., clear as a bell, and winter quiet. I'm watching my breath turn to steam. If I turn left out of the driveway, there's a mountain of paperwork on my desk. If I turn right, there's a mountain of snow at Loon. I'm turning right. Work will still be there tomorrow. Loon Mountain is wide open across three peaks with terrain for the whole family. Full progression of terrain peaks in New Hampshire's only super pipe. Buy tickets ahead and save at loonmtn.com. Imagine this. Your 13-year-old son is at his friend's house. There's probably a bunch of them, all hanging out in the basement. They're watching TV or maybe playing video games. There's lots of joking around, laughing, maybe some roughhousing. And maybe they're doing shots of whiskey in between beers. And maybe one has gone into the liquor cabinet to see what else he can find. Imagine your kid doing that. New Hampshire ranks second in the nation in alcohol use among 12 to 20-year-olds. And almost a third of our teens report that they started drinking before they were 15. You can check the stats at checkthestatsnh.org. As parents, we want to protect our kids, but we have to start now before it's too late. Learn how you can make a difference in your child's life at checkthestatsnh.org and help the partnership for a drug-free New Hampshire. Start the conversation today. You may be hearing about people having trouble making mortgage payments and risking losing their homes. Many of them just aren't aware of the options that can prevent foreclosure. There are many options available to homeowners, such as repayment and forbearance plans, loan modifications, and even refinancing. Where does someone go for help? They should talk directly with their lender or a qualified HUD approved counseling agency. Both can provide helpful information without charging a fee. According to PMI Mortgage Insurance Company, it's not a good idea to pay for services that you can get for free from a lender or a qualified nonprofit counseling agency. To learn more, visit homesafepmi.com or call HUD at 1 800 569 4287 for a counseling agency near you. That's 1-800-569-4287. This message is brought to you by PMI, supporting sustainable home ownership that strengthens communities. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The NBA has reached the All-Star break. The festivities kicked off last night. 
Team USA took on Team World, and it was the world who came out victorious over Team USA with a 150-141 to win. Isaiah Thomas and Brad Stevens representing the Celtics this weekend. The skills competition and dunk contests are tonight. That kicks off at 8 o'clock. The All-Star Game will be tomorrow. Tip-off for that one also at 8 o'clock. Patriots news. Tight end coach Brian Noble is reportedly leaving the team. He'll become the offensive coordinator of Alabama under Nick Saban. Doble spent the past three years with the Pats. In other Patriots news, wide receiver Michael Floyd began his 24-day prison sentence after pleading guilty to extreme DUI. Meanwhile, Darrell Rivas has been released from police custody after turning himself in for an altercation that took place in Pittsburgh last Thursday. He'll have a preliminary court hearing next Thursday, and the Bruins will look to keep things rolling following their bye week. The Bees have won three straight and six of their last eight. They return to action tomorrow. They'll be in San Jose to take on the Sharks. Faceoff is at 8.30. This Sports Center update is brought to you by New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit NHOC.com. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Away, well, baby. Let's go. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have a party. Excuse me, I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's time for five questions. Five is right up. Man, let me ask you something. I got a question. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. You don't have to answer the question. I'll answer the question. 900 AM Nashua. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. Calm down. 1250 AM Manchester. What did you say? And ESPNNHradio.com. Thank you for all your cooperation. All right, welcome back to the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire, ESPNNHradio.com. It is time now for five questions, as we do every week. Uh, we have an interesting buzzer uh, for this edition of Five Questions, which will be hosted by the one and only Dave Pollard. In honor of Bill Belichick narrating a w, uh, World War II, I was going to say WW2 because that's how I have it written out here, mm. a World War II documentary, we're going to use him as our buzzer. I know we have a few cuts of Belichick, so go ahead and uh, just give us one of his buzzers. Let's see what this is. Uh you're on to Cincinnati. I love it. Oh, of course. I knew that was going to be the one. On to Cincinnati. <laughs> All right, Dave. All right. Here we go, guys. Question number one. Guys, I want to know, what is your one through six batting order for the Red Sox this season? I think Pedroia is going to lead off. And I know he doesn't like it, but Mookie's got way too much power to be the leadoff guy. Mm. Yep. So I think you've got Pedroia maybe followed by Bogarts, even though he's got power too. But I think the way your offense is, you need... Hanley in that power spot, that cleanup spot. So, Pedroia followed by Mookie. Um, I'm sorry, by Xander, not mm -hmm. Mookie. Followed by Mookie. So, Pedroia, Xander, Mookie. That's one through three. Hanley at cleanup. Oh, God. Mitch Moreland hitting fifth? No. Mitch Moreland wow. will only play against... <laughs> ben Intendi? <laughs> oh, Ben Okay, I'm sorry. So, Pedroia, Xander, Ben Intendi... Mookie, uh, ah, oh God, I don't know. Come back to me. I, need to I, got, right, right, I right. got this. Ah. Go ahead, Brian. Pedroia's leading off yeah. because he did well last right. year. Then Benatendi because he, he's able to provide some on-base percentage. I had him in my one or two slot as well. Uh, I, I, it depends on how Benatendi does. Mm. If he looks good in the leadoff, you could put him there, right. too, and then move Pedroia down mm -hmm. to three. Mm -hmm. um, but Pedroia, Benatendi, Bogarts, 
Mookie Hanley. Yeah, I, I like that with the caveat of sometimes you'll have to rotate right. those around based right. on lefty right. Right, pitching. and then Mitch Moreland will be six. Uh, uh, Pablo I, will probably be six. Well, no, I'm talking. I'm talking when he's in the lineup because Mitch Moreland is not going to play every day. Sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'll go Pedroia, um, Ben Attendi. I'll actually go Betts three. I yeah. don't think Betts has a three. I think uh, he has more power, so that's why I have him as fifth. But I want Bogarts to develop power, so that's why I'm going to put him at the four spot. And, and then, then Hanley, Hanley at the fifth. I, I can see that. Yeah, I got uh, – And then oh, – go ahead. I, I would then put uh, – I put Jackie Bradley at six. No. No, no I wouldn't. I'd bet him ninth. Best Keep nine him nine. Keep him in the nine hole. Okay, yeah. I might I might one through when, six now. When pitching sees him in the nine hole, he thrives. So, I, I, <laughs> I, so here's what I have for my one through six: Pedroia, followed by Benintendi, then Xander, then Mookie hitting cleanup, followed by Hanley, and that, then Mitch Moreland. That's what I had. But yeah. Mitch Moreland's not going to play every day. So I I don't know. Then whoever you want is your six: <laughs> Pedroia, Benintendi, Xander, Mookie, Hanley, Moreland. See, I'm going with Pedroia. Mm-hmm. More Benintendi. Yep. One two. Yeah. yeah. Interchangeable there. Well, I think Pedroia would bump down to three. And then Bogarts will be at two, two. if Benintendi. But we're all in agreement off. that Mookie has too much power to be leading off this year. Yep. Uh, but see, where I differ from you guys is after the one-two in Pedroia Benintendi, I go Betts at three. Yeah, I did that. I too, go yeah. Hanley at four. Bogarts fifth. Bogarts is either fifth or, oh. or sixth, depending. I wouldn't on bet right, him as low as de- sixth, though. depending righty lefty. I mean, why does it matter? He'll drive in runs. Yeah, I go fifth on that one. I, I bet him lowest. I put Xander as. Fifth. I don't. I don't put Xander in the one, two, three, and he's no. definitely. I not don't a want I, I put him either in the I, top three or the middle part I, of the lineup, but not in the bottom third. I could so say five, three or five, or three or four for Bogarts because I think he he not only he has some power, yeah. but he needs to work on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why I like his on base percentage to give guys like Betts and Hanley more chances to Most. drive them in. Right. Good question though. I like that one. Question yeah, a thinker. numero dos. You're on to Cincinnati. All right, guys. <laughs> Bruins playoff run. Do they make it? And who is the unsung hero if they do? If they make it, I'm going to go with Brad Marchand because of the season he's been having. But no, they're not making it. I don't think You don't think so, g- huh? I you're, think you're, you're not feeling the Butch Cassidy fire right now? Butch Cassidy and you're the Sundance Kid. You're not on the Butch wagon? There's too many games I, in yeah. hand for the other teams. I just I don't see it, but if they too do make games. some kind of miracle run, it, I'm going It's now actually not that many games. I was going to say. Now I'll, that their bye week's almost over and Toronto and Ottawa, Ottawa lost a few games this week, it's closer than you would think. I, I like the way that the Bruins are playing. It's a lot of puck Three movement. Games. It's speed. <laughs> um, I think that, that they will make it. I think it's going to be either the seventh or eighth seed. Um, but I also think that um, the unsung hero, in my mind, I think it's going to be Colin Miller. I, I think Colin Miller has has the stick in the offensive zone. You Jimmy know, from a def- defense, Yeah, right. <laughs> The defensive standpoint to get it done. So, dude, we don't have to deal with Jimmy Hayes anymore because Claude. Yeah, is right. Not the that's coach. true. No, he's not. All right. Jimmy so. Hayes was on the power play. <laughs> I don't think they make it, and I think Tuka Rask would be the unsung hero if be- they did. Yeah, if they did, because he's been struggling. But if he starts playing really well down the stretch, well, it clearly starts and ends with Tuka because the backup goalies have a whopping two victories this year. Exactly. Yeah, but if we're talking like unsung heroes, like. I mean, the hero is definitely uh, Brad Marchand and 
Well, or Cassidy, Chloe could, Chloe. Cassidy could be. Oh, Chloe yeah, Chloe Julian Julian. Being fired, see, my my you know? thought on this is you're, is with Butch Cassidy, you're going to see guys like Pasta, and you're going to see guys like Spooner, and maybe even Krejci. Spooner has so many assists this year. All, of a, su- all of a sudden, that. these guys are going to be playing to their skill set, which is an offensive skill set. It's a good thing. So you might be seeing some, uh, some random players start stepping up in ways you didn't think they could. Brian, question number three. You're on to Cincinnati. All right, Bill. Guys, real films that Bill Belichick that a Bill Belichick narration would have ruined. Planet Earth. Oh, good one. <laughs> that is a good one. It's coming back. They're making a second one. I know one. they are. I'm all, you don't think I'm already over the moon excited? I'm already DVRing it. Oh my god. Oh my god. David Attenborough is coming back too. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. I love that, that. That's the sound. That's of a good one. Putting me to sleep every single <laughs> night in college. Basically, I'd listen to David Attenborough and Planet Earth. I must have watched that thing like 50 times. I'm gonna go with uh, Cosmos: A Space Time Odyssey. Good one. Uh, with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Ooh. I think Belichick would absolutely kill that in a bad way. Uh, see does, the cosmos here. Does um, House of Cards count? Because he like narrates as he's going. <laughs> sure, but he'd have to play the role, too. Yeah, that'd be weird. Kinda, I, I feel like that'd be weird. It'd be difficult. Does it have to be a movie with like narration in it? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you need a narrator to, to ruin it if you're Bill. Um, I'd say Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, does it? Did that have a narrator? I, I think it did. I think at a certain point they like cut to a narrator, maybe. Or I might be thinking of another Tarantino movie. <laughs> That's what yeah. that would sound like with Bill Belichick. Unedited. The unedited version. In the beginning, uh, it was the Big Bang. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, planets. See the trees? Those are nice trees. <laughs> that was a horrible Belichick impression. I know. I can't, I can't do impressions. We came from tadpoles. <laughs> and, uh, primates. What about... <laughs> what about, what about moment, Memento? Memento wasn't narrated. Oh, the main character narrated Memento. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I, I haven't seen yeah, Memento he in definitely like would have ruined that. He definitely <laughs> yeah. would have well, ruined that. Memento's a great movie. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a really long time, actually. Yeah, it's, it's a... It's a uh, it's one that throws you for a loop every time you watch it. Came out Chris Nolan, baby. 2000s. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. Uh, that Did everyone answer? Yeah. yeah. It just okay. turned into movie talk for a second. Yeah, there. I was going to say the Shawshank Redemption, by the way. <laughs> that would have been good. But, I mean, how can you? How do you replace Morgan Freeman? Though? Well, you can't. Well, it's tough. Can't. That's what yeah, I'm Bill saying. Bill Belichick would have oh, yeah, yeah, ruined true. it. Yeah, he would have totally ruined it. Yeah. What, about, what about Fight Club? Ooh, another good one that he would have ruined. Ed yeah. Norton narrates that, right? Or is it Brad no, Pitt? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's the narrator? I can't even remember. No, I think Ed Norton narrated It's like an it. inner monologue there, definitely. Planet yeah. Earth Returns Tonight, by the way. What? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> oh, yes! Made this night, that. yeah. You know 9 what o'clock, hilarious? BBC that America. awesome. I would love to see Bill Belichick narrate Shark Week. Any of Ooh. those documentaries. That would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Great white here. <laughs> Lots of power. <sighs> Great force. It's, uh, Tiger Shark. Uh, we played the Bengals. This is a hammerhead. We're on to Cincinnati. See the bait just get <laughs> ripped apart. <laughs> <laughs> hammerhead. Nah. We're in the ocean here. Seattle. It's pretty deep. Uh, we're on to the Tiger Shark. All right. <laughs> next question. <laughs> what number are we on? Uh, we're on to Cincinnati. Uh, okay, guys. So the Grammys were... Uh, last weekend. Who watched them? Anyone? I, no, I, I did. Did anyone actually I did. watch? I, I, did I watched watch some of it. I watched yeah. some of it. Beyonce. I was, like on, I was on NFL Network. That was Network. weird. Trippy. <laughs> just made me think <laughs> of... 
uh, you know, the performers that are out there today in the music industry. Because a lot of times we do questions, we talk about movies. So I, I figured turn it over to music. Yeah. Uh, from the Grammys or from whatever, you can you can just pick a performer, uh, whether they were at the Grammys or not. But give me your best musical performer today and your most overrated performer. I think today. Chance the Rapper gets overlooked but i thought he his he was pro- good he, man he, he, was he, good. he did it without a record label yeah so. and, and he he doesn't even like free stream his music basically hmm. so that people can just get it whenever they want yeah I, he, he went around the industry definitely i'll give you um who i think is right there rated perfectly bruno mars yeah mm. bruno mars is one heck of a performer he's yep. like michael Jas- jackson some of his songs suck though no but i don't but care <laughs> like he is he's right a performer. there in terms of top performers overrated along, along with lady gaga probably overrated by far the weekend yeah. The weekend oh, has oh, yeah, he he's totally was. overrated. Thank yeah. You. No, he I'm has a great voice. You. Great voice. But he he's kinda just, overrated. No, but every time he performs, it's either sucks. like <laughs> Yeah, but it's either like a black light and he's just walking around singing. Right. Or it, it's just like I agree with you on that one. It's so bad. Uh in terms of top performer, I was actually gonna say Lady Gaga, but I I'd go Beyonce. Honestly, just going back to her halftime performance in Super Bowl forty eight. Uh, or I'm sorry, 47. That was the. Uh, it was the. See, nine, I think it was she's the starting Niners to become overrated. Uh, I, no, no. Go back. I'm to, getting sick of Beyonce. No, 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 you, no you got. You, do you guys see her halftime performance in the uh, Niners and Ravens Super Bowl? Super Bowl 47. That was one of. Wait, the was best. that when the blackout yes. happened? Yes, Super Bowl 47. A couple years ago. That was one of the best halftime performances I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but you know what? I don't like her performance at the Grammys because it it acts like well, you know. Did my, she perform at the Grammys? She's yeah, pregnant. yeah, she nope. did. But she yeah. was there. She's she act- got she's got twins. Yeah. But she acted like nobody has ever been pregnant. Yeah, like it was just her well, and, and that her is baby. Sort of the thing. Right. You, you know, it, you dress in a promiscuous outfit as a yeah. pregnant lady, and all of a sudden you're the bravest. She looked like on Virgin Mary. I was like, right. what the heck's it's, going it's on like, here? Right. Well, and her outfit was pretty extravagant. But I, I had nothing against the outfit. It's just like no. I don't understand this. Like that—that's uh, why. Like okay, said she overrated performance. I, no, I think she's the best performer we've seen since Michael Jackson. Beyonce? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> better? Since Michael Jackson. No. Since Michael Jackson, who's been the best Look, performer. No, I, I'm not trying to diss Beyonce here. I think that she's, a, she's a good performer. The Queen Bee is pretty. And, and it's, she, she's starting to become overrated. Like, you don't mess with the beehive. It's pretty cool that she went out. Like, it's, it's uh, you know, it's respectable of her, I guess, to go out there and perform while pregnant. But I don't think that you should be calling her, like, the bravest person right. on the planet. For having her baby belly out there. Everyone, like, it's not brave because Beyonce knew what kind of reaction she was going to get. No one was going to be like, what are you doing? Don't do that. You're pregnant. That's gross. Well, No one in the world was going to say that. Everyone was going to be like, you're so brave. Yeah, but Dave, it goes back to the ego thing. Like, we call her Queen B, right? But she doesn't have to show her being a queen. Literally, in right. the performance, she was leaning back on the chair, and I thought that chair was going to break. And what one thing I was worried about was that <laughs> yeah. baby dying. Yeah, how about, how about, babies. How about you just, babies. How about Both you just uh, you know, keep the dance moves to a minimum out yeah. there, Beyonce, because we don't need an impromptu delivery. Right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, live at the Grammys. Like live at the Grammys. Oh, also, actually, another overrated performance, Adele. Like, how I love her. Where does she get off? Insufferable. Where does she get off her voice to swear and be like, I need to restart this? Well, fine. She didn't want to screw it up, whatever. What what made me more angry at Adele was the fact that she had to not give her first, not just one award to Beyonce, 
You know, because uh, she gets up there for the first award, Song of the Year, and she's like, this should have been Beyonce's award. She's so amazing. She's my hero. I love Beyonce. I am so her. pregnant. You do that once, <laughs> right. and then, but then the second award she gets, she does the same freaking thing. It's like, you just did this. You didn't have to cry twice because Beyonce lost. You can, you can have a little bit of oh, like, hey. Self-respect. Yeah, like, <laughs> I did this. I, it's pretty amazing right. to beat Beyonce, but and, like, wow. And then she brings on, like, the director that made the music video or helped her with producing right and uh they take the mic away from him because she lasted like 10 minutes on the microphone yeah. mm. and then she gets like like what the heck why can't you keep it on like somebody's got something to say oh my god and it's like no she she's got a party mouth she's got a flat well, out she's party a, mouth. she's british yeah, but she like smokes cigarettes during her, her concerts and stuff like that. Just really? like, yeah, it, it is pretty cool. Actually, like, you, kinda, you don't see it. Well, it's, it's not like cool to smoke cigarettes right. or anything like that. But no. fine, whatever. She's a Brit, so like, yeah, they're, they're, they're potty mouths, definitely. Yeah. I just wish that Beyonce actually had to deliver that baby on stage at the Grammys, <laughs> and Adele would have got up there and sang that song. See you on the other side. Hello. That would have been hello fine. On, or hello, hello. <laughs> right? Last night at the Grammys, how far is too far for entertainment <laughs> as we watched a live birth, the birth of Beyonce's twins being delivered on stage. As Adele sang to it. As Adele, oh as Adele serenaded through the entire childbearing. Hello. All right, final question. You're on to Cincinnati. And we, uh, I know we are way over. So a lot of time Make on it quick. Question. So we'll try and make this quick, guys. <laughs> NBA All-Star Weekend, what do you most look forward to? Uh, dunk contest. Dunk I contest. always look forward to the good dunk I, I, contest. Yeah, the All-Star game itself kind of sucks. And you know what? We had a really good dunk contest last year between Aaron Gordon and uh, Zach Levine. Was yeah, it? Too, yeah, too yeah. bad Zach Levine can't participate. I think Aaron Gordon's you know injured too. Yeah. Is he, but He's that, honestly, that's because the dunk contest, it needed a shot in the arm. The last few before that really, really sucked. Yeah. The last good one was like Dwight Howard and Nate Robinson before that. So yeah. definitely if they can keep it up, dunk contest. Yeah, you can't touch, touch the dunk contest, but I would say the skills competition this year because you got... Um, you know, a bunch of big men going yeah. up against the small guys. Mm. I want to see if Carl Anthony Towns can run house because I think he's got the handles along with Christos Porzingis. So I want to see what's going on with those two. Mm. Three-point contest going to suck because Curry's not in it. Yeah. No, so yeah. are you dunk contest for you too? Yeah. That's a clean sweep from the dunk contest. Yeah. All right. Uh, as Dave said, we went way over on five questions. Not really. Because yeah, he said the really. skills competition. I said skills competition, but whatever. I, I don't listen when Mark talks. Apparently. So, yeah. so shut up. <laughs> I don't, I don't listen when you talk either. Yeah, thanks, Mark. We go hand in hand. <laughs> All right. Blast Off is coming up next year on the Sports Blast ESPN New Hampshire. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. Hi, I'm John Cicada. Did you know that chronic hepatitis C affects approximately 1 million Hispanic Americans? I'm visiting my father today who was part of that statistic. And while not every story is the same, I'd like to tell you his. Such a proud man, old-fashioned, the provider, hard-working man. Stay strong, be silent. But this disease is just as silent. He lived with it for at least 20 years and never mentioned how sick he was getting. Never talked over any of the options with his doctor. If I'd have known more about chronic hepatitis C, I could have encouraged him to take action sooner then maybe I'd be visiting him at home instead of here at the cemetery. If you still think there's strength in silence, think again. Please talk to your doctor about your options and learn more at tuneintohepc.com. Corporal John Vale was injured on patrol in Kuwait. 
The truck flipped, a vehicle landed on me. I realized I can't move my legs. I'm looking for one person, one contact that can help me. When John arrived at the VA, there was someone, Stephen Bush of Paralyzed Veterans of America. He helped John with his claim and became his advocate to get him back into life. When I approach someone that's newly injured, I want them to feel comfortable that they're not alone. For over 65 years, Paralyzed Veterans of America, through their national service officers, has helped hundreds of thousands of veterans get the care and benefits they've earned. And their service is free to America's veterans and their families. If you need help with a claim or just navigating the system, contact us at pva.org. Paralyzed Veterans of America, changing lives, building futures. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot. Uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I, I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I don't want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PVA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The NBA has reached the All-Star break. The festivities kicked off last night. It was Team USA who took on Team World. And the World beat the United States 150-141. to Isaiah Thomas and Brad Stevens will be representing the Celtics this weekend. The skills competition and dunk contests are tonight. That kicks off at tip-off for that one, also at 8 o'clock. Patriots news, tight end coach Brian Doble is reportedly leaving the Pats. He'll become the offensive coordinator of Alabama under Nick Saban. Doble spent the past three years with the Patriots and other Patriots news. Wide receiver Michael Floyd began his 24-day prison sentence after pleading guilty to extreme DUI. Meanwhile, Darrell Revis has been released from police custody after turning himself in for an altercation that took place in Pittsburgh last Thursday. He'll have a preliminary court hearing next Thursday. And the Bruins will look to keep things rolling following their bye week. The Bees have won three straight in six of their last eight. They return to action tomorrow. They'll be in San Jose to take on the Sharks' face-off. Is at 8.30. This Sports Center update is brought to you by North End Subaru. Find your newer used vehicle at NorthEndSubaru.com. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. All right, final segment here on the Sports Blast. ESPN New Hampshire, ESPN NH Radio.com. It is the Blast Off. And uh, this is not our typical Blast Off music. Nope. We, have, we have no idea where our normal Blast Off music went. Yeah, we lost all of our sound. So we're just going to be playing. What, what's this from? We'd like this better. Rocket uh, this League. This is actually from Rocket League, which I uh, played last Rights, night. Uh, right preserved home really for late. <laughs> heard this, heard this uh, on Rocket League and was like, you know what? 
It's an awesome song. This, this is, is like, gonna gonna like an old, for the time it's being. It's like old school <laughs> video game music meshed with uh, some modern sort of house electronica, you know? What, I like it. What system, what system was Rocket League on? Yeah, originally Xbox. PS4, but oh, yeah. now it's on uh, both. Cause uh, I've heard so good much, things. So much success. I've heard good things about this game. we got to check it out. It's nice. awesome. It's, uh, freak, it's freaking addicting. In the final eight minutes here, uh, one thing we were talking about in the break a little bit is we want to go back to the. What, what, how much time do you think we have? We, we have, have like, like go up to fifty-six. We, like five we go up to fifty-six. No, we don't. We go to fifty-five, fifty. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh wow! Jeez, we wasted ten seconds on that. Oh, we have wow. six minutes now. Six. Well, okay, now we have fine. In the final five minutes. minutes. Yeah. In the final six minutes here, uh, Dave uh, was talking about the uh, movie, the Super Bowl Fifty One yeah, Tom Brady movie. movie, and we were talking about how this is going to work. And yeah, curious I on the timeline. I think what's going to happen, guys, and and you guys all seem to respond well to this idea, is that it's going to be pretty much from beginning to end Super Bowl Fifty One with a series of flashbacks to the events of Deflategate. Yeah, right? I think that's how they're going to do it. I don't, Could be. I, I Could don't be. like it that way, though, because then you kind of take away the leading actors that we talked about in the game. Well, that's assuming they're going to cast those guys. Well, well they don't. They, uh, they will. Well, either way. You, we have a say in this. You're going to have a lot of off-the-court stuff. It could be a big-time acting movie when you when you uh, consider the fact that this uh, was a situation that was all over the media, went into courtrooms. You know, there's a ton of different settings for a movie like this if you really want to do it. And we did say last week that the, the game was sort of a manifestation of Brady's career in general, where in the beginning of the game, nothing's going right so that's the point which and this is why i think that it's a good idea to do the flashback because at the beginning of the game when nothing's going right for the patriots that's when you're doing the deflate gate stuff nothing's going right you know and then and then you can sort of graduate towards the end of deflate gate as they start to come back and the, rede- have like the, the redemption is when he is when he finally gets back onto the field right and have like the date in the year of like the the first quarter like, mm. would you have, like, title, like, subtitles sure, on the bottom? Sure, why not? Yeah. My, my thing is, I, I want it from start to finish. I, like, I would like you to, want it linear. I would like to see the deflate gate to the Super Bowl because, in, in, in like, it, it, there was, like, um, a progression through yeah, the deflate gate and the Super Bowl. And yeah. There's a massive time jump if you do that. Though. Well, and not no. only not only that, it, it would be difficult to do that just because then you you have to play the entire game uh, uh, in, in the like movie. one go, no, you know it's going mean? to be very choppy. It's going to be like, well, play you, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Play, you can uh, play the fourth quarter. Now look, play that, the entire game. But that has worked before. The longest yard, for example, miracle, perfect miracle. example. Yeah. How about um, Mighty Ducks? Most successful franchises have three movies. Maybe it's going to be a three. A th- They're not making this a trilogy. No, Please, no. You sure about break? that? No, I, I don't know. Starts with Brady, like growing up in the world, going to Michigan, Malcolm Butler story. No. No, Malcolm Butler's hey, not involved. As long, as long as they just have a scene in there where it just shows Tom Brady having his weekly scream, that's all I want. Well, I, no, the reason it's, why it's, it's going to show I want. Um, uh, them uh, deflating the footballs in one scene, you know, Tom Brady. Oh, like, my God. Will they, though? Will, <laughs> no. they, will they do that, or will it be like this veiled sort of thing? It's going to be but, ambiguous. You know, there'll be like the, that correct lighting in the room where you can see McNally over there, and I got Jonah Hill playing McNally, and he's got the, uh, he's got the pump, and he's got the football, but the football balls in, in uh, it's just covered by shadow. That'll be ridiculous. And you just if they see, do that. you see <laughs> one hand go from the light. I wouldn't even go see it the if they did that. No, you know what it's gonna be? They're basically gonna shoot it in the form of like most of it is from a camera, but then some of it they're gonna take like surveillance camera shots and yeah, then just right. get. 
They're going to show him walking into a bathroom, coming out 90 seconds later. That's going to be the scene. It's just going to be from a surveillance camera. (laughs) That's what it'll be. Right at the beginning, you're going to see McNally like walking down the hallway in uh, Gillette Stadium (laughs) with with the carriage full of balls, and he's just going to be like whistling his way down the hall. (laughs) And he's going to go into the bathroom. And then it's going to fade to black. And it's going to go, deflate gate. <laughs> that's not a bad start. I like that's, that. That's the movie's yeah, open. The, no, omin- the no. ominous open. That's Did the he end to the first the movie. It, it creates a question. Or the second movie. It creates the question for the whole entire film. Yeah. And then I, right, I at the, like right, at the very, right at the very like to, end, uh, to make it back well, to that. I, I got that's, it. Yeah, I like that. I, I like the sequel. Um, like, like that's how it ends. Guys, this the is reason not why. Hold on, will they hold make on. The, the reason will they make a statement though? Bring that scene back from the beginning when he goes into the locker room and then it fades. Do you bring that back at the end? Go inside the locker room <laughs> and show him deflating the footballs, and that would just be like a huge middle finger to Brady. <laughs> right. That's not. It's uh, not gonna yeah, happen. It's not gonna happen because the Patriots gotta approve of this. Brady's gotta approve of this. They're using Brady his hasn't likeness. been talked about it. But uh, but here's the thing: like, he hasn't been approached. He about still the has movie. to give them the right to do it. Right. I want to see um, Super Bowl uh, movie and a Deflate movie. I think you go Deflate Gate first, and then a Super Bowl movie because there's. Two, I, I like the two different storylines because I look at like the uh, Deflate as like a, a crime movie, and then you can use it at, uh, the the Super Bowl Have movie as like a miracle movie. <laughs> but see, Mark, like, it's I all think, about the game. I think that's why the flashback idea is sort of a good idea because you could you you're going you're cutting in and out of what's happening in that game. And the comeback, and the events that took place with Deflategate. So you've almost got the two storylines working together, but good filmmakers could make it so that they sort of correlate. You know what I mean? There'd be good juxtaposition there with the game happening, as well as all the crap that went down with Deflategate. A good filmmaker, good writers would be able to pull that off. Yeah. Now, if you've got crap filmmakers on this project, yeah, that's J- a different story. Like well, the J- thing Jason is- Bay with a CGI <laughs> no, but the- no, with the deflating it's football. It's no, it's, it's from the, like, <laughs> the fighter. The fighter. Boom, <laughs> boom, explosion. Boom, we got explosion it's, nowhere. It's, boom. It's, it's, Watch yeah. out. Boom. Football's exploding everywhere. It's not, not a movie, Michael Bay. <laughs> it's <laughs> not a movie. It's from the makers of The Fighter and Patriots Day. So those are two really good movies. So I'm not too worried about Have that. Have you seen Patriots Day? I did see Patriots Day. It was, I, initially, I'll be honest with you, I didn't want to because I thought it was Hollywood exploiting a tragedy. They did a really good job of well, it. Well, then so. we also know that those are two movies based around Boston. And yeah. so they, they will obviously paint the Patriots in a positive light. Title of the movie? Deflate 51. Ooh. Deflate this. Deflate 51. Roger that. Oh. <laughs> I, I have a, we should have thought of a title. Right. We should have. I don't know why we did. Save that for next show. We'll come next back. Week. We'll come next back week. to that. Yeah, give us a week. We'll come back with something. All right. All right, we got to get out of here. For Brian Roach, David Pollard, and Mark Lazell, Amishi Sharma, enjoy your week, everyone. Thanks Later. for listening. Peace. See ya. Peace.